Guys, if you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and you want a wee bit extra behind the scenes stuff, some more podcasts, bits and bobs, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast where you get all the extra content based around this podcast every day. You got the extra Sly Guy podcast on Monday, which is just a bonus podcast, audio only. You get some dog walks with Davey, which is just where I'm talking shit when I'm walking dog. It's a good time. You get early access to this podcast on a Wednesday. You get the guest podcast on a Friday, which is just either going to be me and a guest or me and Psychic Glenn doing the psychic and the stand-up. That's great. And recently, guess what we've started doing as well? Making vlogs. So there's a vlog up there of a wee studio tour we did. We've got a vlog up there of a gig we went to Oma. I've taken the camera with me to do my work in progress shows, the Nuri and Banger, and then I did a behind the scenes look at the live Tea With Me podcast at the Waterfront Hall. So that's all gonna be over on Patreon. We've got a Patreon, come and join us. It's very fun. The Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. You can see these guy, these tins, they're Modest Beer. You know why they're on the table? Because they sponsor the podcast. If you're a fan, of the Sly Guy podcast and you like beer, Modest are your guys. Once again, they're not going to come out and be like, our beer's amazing because they're modest. But I'm here to tell you, this beer is the shit. Not just shit, the shit. If it was shit, it wouldn't be on the table. But it's not shit, it's the shit. Go to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk to see what beers you can get, to see what merch you can get, and just fill your way greedy beer loving arms with modest beer go follow them on socials as well at this very modest very simple handle at modest beer guys enjoy the show i'm the slack guy hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of the commonwealth and the realm welcome to this week's episode of the slag guy podcast released on thursday the 15th of september 2022 if you're listening to this on thursday the 15th of september hey get your diaries out get your pens out write something on friday the 16th of september and what i want you to write is wish dave a happy birthday because my birthday on the 16th of september okay and if you don't remember that shame on you and, I, and i'm up giving off here like i sh- i forgot about it okay I fully forgot it was my birthday I made a plan to go and do a gig. I was like, I, someone offered me a gig. I went, you know what? I'm absolutely 16th September. Hmm, that rings a bell. I don't know what for, but I'll do the gig. There's nothing in my diary to say I shouldn't. Tell my wife, I'm like, I'm doing a gig. Isn't I? She's like, nah, it's your birthday. I've got something planned. I've got something up my sleeve. And I was like, ah, well, thanks for reminding me. I made a dick of myself there. I don't know whether it's just an age thing. I think now that I'm, I'm going to be 36, uh, gross. Um, I think now that I'm that old, I kind of just forget the... The birthdays matter. Oh, like, I mean, you ask me my kids and my wife's birthday, like that. Ask me my parents. I've, I'll, I'll stop and think for a second. I must be honest, I don't entirely know when my parents' birthdays are. But I know I know my kids and my wife's my wife is. So what I'm saying is I'm a good guy. Okay, get over it. I forgot my own birthday. But we're here and we're feeling good. This is it. You probably um, noticed, if you were listening to the intro to the podcast there, that there was no read. For the Ulster Hall show, there's no sell, guys. The tickets are like, it's over. It's been, it's gone, it's done. And now we're here on the other side. I'm recording the podcast in a nice wee shirt with a collar. I've changed. I'm a new man. And I feel good. 
you know. The show went really well, you know, I'll be honest with you. Um, it went really well. The feedback I've had to it's been great. I am a humbled guy, you know, I feel really happy. The, the you know, the people who came had a good time. The feedback's been great. Um, there's, you know what, here's the thing. There's going to be some clips from it. You know, we had a wee bit of an issue with technical, with the technical side of things on, on Saturday. You know, a few problems with sort of in-house PA. And, you know, we, we'll get through it. But the good news is there'll be some clips. It's not going to be like the last Pillow Talk show. I'm not going to put the whole R up on Patreon. But what I am doing is recording a special of bits and pieces. And probably I'll, I'll tweak it a bit come the record. But we're going to do that in November. We'll film it in Bangor. I'm not going to say what location, but we're going to film it in Bangor. We're going to have a different venue than we recorded Pillow Talk, which is on Patreon. If you haven't watched that yet, the new show will be out hopefully by Christmas. There's going to be my Christmas treat. If we record it in sort of the middle of November, it'll be ready for Christmas and it'll be here on Patreon. My special bits and pieces. There you go. So if you haven't gone, come to the recording. We'll have dates and stuff hopefully in the next few weeks. But again, I'm not going to be massively plugging that like every fucking time in your ear, bore, bore, bore. Because I don't like doing that. You know, that's the thing. I just don't like doing it. I'm not great at it. It sounds insincere and don't know. So just buy tickets. It'll be a good time. But we'll get back to that later. So yeah, the show went great. For any of you who were at as well, the Live Tea With Me podcast that I was on on Friday at the waterfront. Thank you so much. What a night that was. Um... You know, again, I know the last few weeks, maybe my vibe's been a bit, you know, a bit shit. I know certainly since I did the podcast with Gady, um, over on Patreon there a couple of weeks ago, I realised that my vibe wasn't popping and I got I to gotta change my mood a bit. And the good news is, sorry, just getting rid of the label off my water. Um, that's a weird quirk I have. I don't like labels in my water ever. If you ever see me with a label in a bottle of water, something's up. But I, I needed to learn, you know what, I need to stop dwelling on the negativity of life. I need to move forward. I need to be positive. I need to embrace the, the good. I want to look back on things, put my, you know, celebrate them. Celebrate the good and fucking wash away the bad, guys. And, you know, now that I'm here on Monday, having look, having having the hindsight to look back on a, on a great gig on Saturday at the Ulster Hall and a great gig on Friday at the Waterfront Hall, what a treat it is. You know, what a, what a treat it is to be able to do that. You know, what a treat... It is to be able to have people want to come and see you do something, you know, whether that be stand-up or just sit on a sofa and chat to your mates, which was what we did on Friday, and it was unbelievable. You know, so much fun. Um, I vlogged that uh, Friday night at the waterfront, so behind the scenes at the live tea with me will be up on the Patreon in the next couple of weeks, I'd say. So it was great, really, really fun, and now I, I kind of have the stress and the pressure of trying to work the show and work the material and the, the deadline of it off me, I feel like a different man, I feel light, I feel, you know, refreshed, I feel springy in my step, I feel good, and there was a, wee, a period of time where it was touch and go, on Thursday of course, when Her Majesty the Queen passed away, I thought, oh no, why has she done this to me, that was my first thought, oh that, she's screwed me over here, my gigs are going to be cancelled, she's cancelled a football arsenal, need to get back on the pitch and fucking rectify that mug job that happened at Man United, and the Queen's going to cancel the gigs. Thankfully, I got word from the Palace on Friday to say actually one of the last things she said was no matter what, don't let them cancel a live tea with me at the waterfront or bits and pieces at the Ulster Hall on Saturday. That's the one thing. I know it's going to be an inconvenience here, 
you know, and a lot of things you're going to have to shut and people want to pay respects to me, but the, the ultimate respect you can pay to me is to make sure that, that Dave Elliott does both his shows. And I got that and I said, Your Majesty, Godspeed, thank you. And we did it and it was great. So, you know, I'm feeling good. Again, on the Queen, I know probably podcasts will be flat out talking about the Queen and whatever else and people be like, oh, what's the hot take on the Queen? Don't really have a hot take on her, you know what I mean? It's weird because I, 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 you know what? I think people are so weird. People in general are weird, are a weird bunch. Now, you can like or dislike whatever you want. However, I just find it weird. That if, see if people are complete, like totally, like into the royal family that and like are like heartbroken and wearing like black all the time. Who're just a normal people, You're just regular run of the mill folk. I think that's weird to be that you know, into it. On the flip side of that, I think people who are, you know, the opposite to be like, oh, but we hate them for all they stand for. Get life. You know what I mean? Like that's, people make things all about them. Shut up. Just shut up. Get over it. You know, obviously, it's sad that a, a, that an old lady passed away. It's sad that a family is upset. But also, it's hack the people to be like, oh, let's all jump on Twitter and have a hot take. Let's all make jokes as quickly. Shut up. Nerd. You know, and here's the thing too, whether you love the royal family or you don't, that's news, you know, it's figures, it's eyes, one of the biggest things that ever happened is to do with the royal family when they get, when there's the weddings, when there's funerals, people watch, you know, people tune in, people buy the merch, so it's like sometimes you have comedians, bands, singers, whatever, entertainment, you know, it's not for everybody, but, but if you're buying the merch, it's going to keep on happening, you know, but see the amount of people you just see, going, do you know what colonialism, yeah, it's happening, get on with it, shut up, you know, people being like, oh, I must go on to say that, although the Queen's dead, I don't appreciate, shut up, get over it, you know, I tell you what, what I will say though on the side note, have other news kicking about and bring back sport, but also it's sad too, because here's the thing, whether you like it or you don't, the Queen has been such a part of everyone's life, like as far as from I was born, she's everywhere, she's on all your money, She's in the post boxes, you know. It's everywhere, like in, in common, like culture, just everywhere, you know. So it's going to be a real weird change whenever you see Charlie's big ugly munch, mug munching around on the stamps and on the fucking post box. I know not that the Queen's ever on a post box, like a picture of her, but her name's like what's he? Er is like Elizabeth Regina. Like I don't know whether is Charles going to be a Regina. Like what is a Regina? It just sounds like a posh person's twat to me. You know, it's like, I, I don't have a pussy, I have a regina. If you'd like to put your, if you'd like to ease your member into my regina, you can. I don't know if Charlie's going to have a regina or if he's just going to have, you know, something else. But it'll be interesting to see. It'll be a big change. It'll be weird. The Queen looks good. You know what I mean? Not anymore, but she looks good. She looked good um, with her portraits. She's good. You know, she, she has, like, you look at her and you go, that's a face that looks good on money and stamps. You look at Charlie and you go, Nah, no offence, Charles. Where do we chip a lot of fingers and strange proportion in your face? Big ears, very thin nose. You know, very thin nose. Weird guy. You know. But it'll take a lot of getting used to. I did like how straight away on Gumtree someone just stuck a 50 quid note with the Queen's bonds on it. It's like 10 grand. RIP, but also 10 grand. You know? <laughs> Buy that. Another thing too, the George Best Fiverr will start being worth though again because now the Queen and George Best dead so 
Let me get those out and get them online. But yeah, it's going to be a big change. You know, it's going to be interesting. Um, it's going to be a bank holiday. So that's another thing that brings people together. People always absolutely fucking love a bank holiday. Because that's what I like about being from here. There's a lot of things I don't like from being from here, but there's a lot of things I do like from being from here. One of those things is why people get raging about, I can't believe they're out doing this, oh, fucking the students in St. Patrick's Day. Who fucking is St. Patrick? St. Patrick was a Protestant, fucking a 12th of disgrace. Oh, fucking. You get a day off work, mate. Fuck up. Stay in your own house. You don't have to go and see the marches. You don't have to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. You don't need to be riding the boat in Jerusalem Street. You just need to stay in your gaff, put your feet up, watch Netflix, get some dinner with your family and relax. Same with the Queen's funeral. You'd be like, oh, fuck, I can't wait to go and do spreadsheets. Don't. Take a day off doing spreadsheets. Get the old Super Nintendo out of the attic. Play some Mario Kart. Have a good time. Use free time better and stop getting annoyed about things that don't bother you. That's my view. You know, and I mean, I I love to get annoyed at stuff. That's my thing. I fucking love getting wound up about things. But at the same time, I also like chilling out. Those gigs last week, bits and pieces on Saturday, stressful. A lot of work, a lot of work in the work in progress, a lot of writing, rewriting, a lot of fic, trying to make it as funny as possible. Show's over. What did I do on Sunday? Built the fort with my kids and slept. To be fair, I slept in it. Built the fort in the living room, slept in it while the kids just fucking wrecked the house. But it was a good time, you know? There we go, that's my way. I was that we beep, don't worry, it's not this camera, it's not, not it's my, my GoPro. I'm a vlog guy now, again, check it out on Patreon, but... Just absolutely knackered, see, on Sunday, busted. Glad to be over with the shows, glad they went well. But also just happy to have some time off for the kids. Big shout out to Joxer, went there for my breakfast on Sunday morning, really enjoyed it. Mugged myself though too, meant to order like the cooked breakfast, like the fry. But I ordered the Joxer, which is no doubt 10 out of 10 delicious. It's a really nice bap, it's like... Got the got sausage, bacon, egg, hash brown, Belfast bap, bone up at tea. But I thought it was cooked breakfast, so I embarrassed myself. I was like, Can I get an extra sausage with that? And they went, Weird, but yes. Brought me the bap just with the sausage on the side. Looked like a fat, fat guy. You know, I'm a fat guy, but I look like, like, who orders a bap with just an extra sausage? Like, fair enough. Get them to cut it and put it in it. No, just on the side. Thank you. But at that, enjoyed that. Then just hung about with the kids. Went for a drive because the weather was stinking. You know, it was an awful day. Just went for a drive. Didn't get the dog out for a walk. Felt bad about that. Went to visit the in-laws. A cup of coffee there. Nice time. Came home, put the kids to bed. I had a pizza for dinner. And it was a nice time. And by the way, we're giving Joxers some shouts out too. We're shouting out Mana Pizza and Banger. Wow. Mana Pizza. I, I can't stress enough how good Mana Pizza is. Mana Pizza... And this is not an advert. We're not sponsored by them. But, wow. I had last night, normally people are, going to, people are going to judge me here. Normally when I go to Mana, I get the surf and turf pizza, which is just beef, shin and prawn on pizza. But it's unbelievable. Didn't have any prawn, so I had, I, I'm losing fans here. I had the Hawaiian with mushroom. So basically, I, yeah, I had ham, really nice ham, gammon almost, flake gammon. Rum drenched pineapple and tomatoes. We're not tomatoes, I'm talking shit. Mushrooms, boom. And it was delicious. So delicious. But now after that, I was like... And then I had also a baked camembert from there as well. It was just delicious bread. So after that, I was like... Stuffed. 
But today I'm back being healthy again. So I took a day off of like I've been dieting. I'm trying to lose weight because I'm fat. You know, I'm trying to get healthy. I'm trying to live long. I'm trying to feel better about myself. Took a day off. Ate what I wanted. Now I feel like I'm blocked up. But it's good. It's worth it. You know what I mean? It's a good time. And it's all good. So I enjoy the free time with my family. And I stress people do that too. And here's another thing. See if you're annoyed about something to the, that doesn't really, you know, matter. Like the amount of times I say to my parents, hey, why are you annoyed about that? It's not, it's not your problem. You know what I mean? But they listen to Stephen Nolan's show, so they're always annoyed about anything because that's the content of that show, isn't it? You phone up Nolan. You're like, Stephen, I can't believe you're not fucking emptying my bins on a Tuesday or a bank holiday. You're not emptying the bastard bins on a Wednesday. I have to wait till Thursday. Hey, it's just another day, brother. Relax. It's all good. The bins will be empty. Don't worry yourself about it. I can't believe Michelle O'Neill tweeted condolences to Queen. Why? It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Like, kneecap put a big thing up the rap group. It's like about how they don't like the Queen. Why get annoyed about that? They don't like the Queen. It's their thing, you know? Also, why put it up? We know you don't like the Queen. But again, not my problem. I don't care. But people get so annoyed. Like, I can't believe her. It's it's their thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's what it is. It's like... You know, Andrew Tate, didn't know who he was until Willie told me about it on the Are You Ready podcast. Looked him up like, well, there's a twat. <laughs> this guy, what? like, who's listening to this? First of all, you look at him and go, hey, man, why is your face like a beak? What's wrong with your teeth? If you've all this money, fix your teeth and don't have a mouth that's the size of an anus. You know, don't be... And, then and don't be speaking out. Yes, fuck him. Fuck him. But it's like him putting the tweet out going, I don't like women because I have a small dick. You know that. That's his thing. Don't be annoyed about it. But also, don't listen to him. People get far too annoyed about stuff they don't have to get involved in. Mute people. Block them. Don't look at their shit. See ya. Believe me, I've, I've muted and blocked a load, of, a load of comedians I don't like. My life's fucking buzzing. I'm having a great time. It's worth it. You know what I mean? Block politicians. Unfollow them. They'll annoy you. You know what I mean? That's the thing about Northern Ireland politics. It's never going to be sound, is it? They're always going to find something to fucking garn about. And it's just pathetic. Grow up. Enjoy the free time. Life's too short to be worried about problems that are not your own, my friends. There you go. Let's enjoy it. Now, you're probably going, Dave, two weeks ago on the podcast, you were about to fucking quit comedy and end it all. There you go. Bad times don't last. There you go. You get through it and you power on. So I'm, I'm, you know what? Listen, I'm just happy to have some time off. I love chilling. That's my problem. I'm, I'm a human. I'm a bear and a sloth, and I just like to chill out. And now we're here, and I don't have to be stressing about shows. I have some free time, and I'm buzzing. There you go. That's all it was. Stress and anxiety is gone. You know, am I taking drugs? Um, yeah, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on drugs at the minute. It's only antibiotic, but I don't know if that clears your head. I don't know if that kind of just makes you chill out and mellow. I don't know if that's the effect of which, on which antibiotics have to just make you go do lally. But I'm feeling good, guys. I'm, the life, life is nice, and my priority now is just losing weight and walking my dog. Great. And also have two deadlines of scripts that I need this week. But it's all fun and games. I get to do that from the comfort of my own gaff. It's all good. Speaking of my finger, wow. Someone shouted at me about it. 
on um, when we were doing a live podcast on Friday night because I, yeah, I, I mean, I'll tell you what it was. This is potentially, right, the sorest thing. This, this is first world problems, right? This is potentially the sorest thing that's ever happened. I'm going to take my wedding ring off because my finger's still fat from it. But I... I don't know what happened, right? I bit my fingernail. Now, I don't really normally bite my nails. Well, I do. I, I bite my nails. Every time I watch a football match, I bite my nails. I don't know why. I just get stressed out. And when Arsenal played Man United, I bit my nails because I was so fucking fed up with the bastard referee and the VAR and the bullshit and the fucking dirty mank bastards who paying off all the officials and all the works. They're all fucking in it together. There's your conspiracy. Fuck all this other shit. Fuck all the 9-11 conspiracies. Fuck all the, the, the Clinton conspiracies. Fuck the Pizzagate. Fuck the work for Pizzagate at Old Trafford. That's what you need to look back to when Cesc Fabregas fucked one of Fergie. Fuck Fergie. Fuck Man United. They're paying off officials. It's been going on for years. United are shite. United are a stinking club. They're rotten to the core. I hate them. And they buy officials. And they cheated to beat Arsenal. There you go. It's off my chest. But I was watching that match and it was biting my nails. Right? And I got, you know, do you ever get the wee, you bite a corner nail and then there's nail, but it's connected to a wee bit of skin and you kind of like try to, and you, you normally bite it off. This particular day I pulled it and it was like, ow, like it was like a paper cut in my nail and it was not pleasant, but I left it. Wee bit of blood, not a lot, wee bit of blood. And we all know if you bleed, it's that access from the external part of your body to the internal part of your body. And this is where infections can form and whatever else. So that was fine. I thought nothing of it. Then a couple of days passed and it was sore and it was sort of getting a wee bit sensitive to touch. And whenever you went like this, for the audio listeners, I'm just squeezing my finger, a little bit of pus came out. Now that wasn't enough for me. I, I love squeezing stuff. See pus or spots or whatever. Love just fucking squeezing them as hard as I can for getting shit out of them. It started just getting sore to touch. And, it was like, and when I say sore to touch, like 10 out of 10 sore, like I would hit it off something, I'd be like, ah. And it turns out that your your wedding ring finger is like, it t- it touches everything. Gear sticks, steering wheels, dog leads, your children trying to hold your hand. And they're knocked out my four-year-old because she had my hand the other day. So sore as fuck. Ah! But it just got so sore. And then I thought, you know what? I said to my wife, I'm like, is there something wrong with this? Now, she's a nurse. And she goes... Yes, you could have full sepsis. You could lose a finger. It's discreet. Like, and I was like, all oh, right, okay, because I was starting to lose feeling a wee bit in my finger, and I was getting this tingling down my arm. So I was like, there's definitely a problem here. This is not ideal. So I, um, so she goes to me, right, this is on Friday. So bear in mind, I had a lot of gigs. So this this maybe happened after the United game. So it built over time. So all my work in progress shows that my finger was getting sore and sore. Come Wednesday, 10 out of 10 sore. Thursday, she was like, you should go to the doctor. I'm like, it wasn't actually a sore on Thursdays. It wasn't Wednesday. And then I said, we were making love on Saturday and Sunday. Come on. And come Friday, I just thought, no, I'll just, you know, say out the gigs, wrap it up before I slap it up and it'll be grand. Stuck some germline on. No, this is, fuck, I'm, the timeline, right? So when it was a bit sore, she said, oh, there's some pus in that. You need to put on this magnesium paste to draw it out. So I popped it on, but what the magnesium paste kind of did Instead of just drawing out the infection, drew out like skin from inside my finger to the out. So it was effectively a pile, but on my finger. But and it was like now it's the sorest it's ever been. And then my finger started to expand. Couldn't get a doctor's appointment. Rang a doctor and was like, "Listen, can I get a doctor's appointment?" And they were like, 
no, only for emergencies. And I was like, listen, there is an emergency. My finger's really sore. Uh, I can't get my wedding ring off. And it's infected. And he was like, well, it's kind of only life or death. And obviously I should have gone, well, it could be. I could. This could be a blood infection. I could die. I went, no worries, mate. And hung up. Told my wife this. Lost the head. Sent me to the pharmacist. Went down to the pharmacist. They were like, um, yeah, you definitely need an antibiotic. And I was like, well, I know that. And they were like, you need a doctor to prescribe that. I was like, for fuck's sake. So thankfully I was able to get a doctor to prescribe me some antibiotic. I got on the antibiotics on Friday. Took them on Saturday, took them on Sunday. And now it does feel a bit better. Still sore as all fuck touch. But it's, it's definitely seeming to like, the actual infection seems to stop. And I just need to probably like, cut away some of the like, the finger. But it's not pleasant. And again, don't know why I ended up st- talking about my finger infection on the podcast. But it's really caused me a lot of grief. And it's very sore. So, you know, I, tr- I tried to persevere. I tried to survive. But the source, potentially source thing that's ever happened to me has been a stupid bastard finger. But we did the shows. It was all good. It was a nice time. Um, and there I am, literally trying to bite bite it on the pot. Like, I, and I never learn. We covered it up for the pods anyway. Covered it up for the, the live show on Saturday. And it was great. You know what? I just want to say thanks to everybody too. Side note, away from the, the broken finger. I just want to thank everyone who came to the show on Saturday at the Ulster Hall. You know, thanks again to everyone who came to the tea with me on Friday too. It was a lot of fun. But for me personally, to put on a show myself, my solo show, a lot of material that um, you've worked on for a long time, put a lot of hard effort, blood, sweat, tears, the works into, uh, it means a lot. It was a lot of fun. It was a good night at the Ulster Hall. and uh, We had some technical issues, which kind of annoyed me. Other than that, let's take the positives and let's, move on because it was a lot of fun so again thank you to everyone who came there I, I, I could talk about it all day you know I could just go on tell you exactly what it did how, how it started what the prep was blah 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 I think I'd be a bit boring for a, for a podcast you know what I mean so what I'm going to do instead is um just I've vlogged it you know I've got a whole vlog of everything over on Patreon so there's one of the the live team of me podcast the over there there will be a vlog soon and Ulster Hall I recorded literally just my drive to the venue and then I just got so many willies I was like oh it's nearly time for the pod also um also I need to go for my set oh shit I need to do sound check I'm panicking I'll maybe not vlog this because that would be counterproductive but, but it was a good time. So it'll be all over there. How we're feeling is, is good now. And, you know, that's really all I want to talk about in this week's pod. There were other things, but I don't really care. <laughs> there you go. There's nothing really else I want. I don't want to give off. I don't want to rant. I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to fucking get annoyed. At I just want to have a nice time, and that I have. So I'm just going to answer some questions, and then we're going to just go, and we're going to get on with our days and the rest of our lives. And we just want to say, guys, thanks so much. Get me a birthday present on the 16th of September. Wish me a happy birthday. Dean McAllister said, Who would be your dream top five festival lineup? Dead or alive, past or present, bands or artists? Keep up the great work, Dave. Thanks for the laughs. No, I appreciate that, Dean. That's a good question. And it's very hard. Again, if you're curating a festival, right, do you want it to be a festival that's going to work 
across the board? Like, do you want it to be a festival that's going to work with all the five bands, or do you want it to be just your five favourite? For me, my five favourite, Dead or Alive, well, Prince would be there. He'd be one. <sighs> favourite band is hard. I mean, if you're talking of just hits and all, I mean, you go you got to go, you got to throw the Beatles in there. You'd want to see them. Obviously, I love Snow Patrol too. Throw them in there, maybe. But there's so many other musicians and stuff that I like. Like, I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Love. I love my new metal guys. That was a big thing back in the day. When I watched the Woodstock documentary, I realised I love Corn. I love Slipknot. I love Pearl Jam. It's not from these weren't there, but I love Pearl Jam. I love um, Metallica. Love ACDC. Um, Thin Lizzy. The Darkness. Don't know how I made that segue. I actually th- thought a lead guitarist there. He often wears thin Lizzy tops. I just love I love Dio. Bring him back from the dead. He can rock. Slipknot. You know, a lot of heavy rock. Obviously Mudvayne too. They're pretty good. But I couldn't pick a five. You know, if you if, if I want to pick one from each genre, probably go right, I'll pick my favourites, maybe. Pearl Jam. Prince. Ooh. Maybe Meatloaf, but I've seen him, so then I'm not that excited. Pearl Jam, Prince, you've really stumped me here. Let me. I'm actually going into my artists here of people that I like. The Chili Peppers. I don't know if they're my all-time favorite, but I do like them a lot. Um, it's got me thinking and got me thinking good. Um, see Black Sabbath are there too. I love those guys. You know what? This is going to be really niche and random. Well, it's not niche, but it's random. In amongst that, Bob Marley. I like a bit of Bob Marley, the chill out of the festival. I think he'd bring a good vibe there entirely. Um, corn. <laughs> Speaking of vibe, we'll throw Corn in there. I haven't seen them live, and I would like to see Corn. Um, I like a Rolling Stones too. You know, like David Bowie. Hey, baby. Mm, this is a hard, hard question. So, so far, where are we at? Corn, corn, Pearl Jam, Corn, Prince. There'll be three, right? Busted. There you go. Pearl Jam, por- Pearl Jam, Corn, Prince. Busted are my favourites as well. And last but not least, Dr. Dre. There you go. That's a random one as well because I love I love his music. Everything he does is great. So yeah, that, that would be it. Corn, Pearl Jam, Prince, Dr. Dre and Busted. That's my favourite, and Neil Diamond would be there as well in reserve. Um, that was a tough question, and you stumped me and made me think too hard when I'm trying to wrap up the podcast. Cheers to that, Dean, and thank you for for your kind words of support. It's always a always appreciated. Um, let's see who all we have here. Alex has said, "Is the newly done up courthouse in the city of Bangor somewhere where you want the gig?" Yes. It's somewhere where I want the gig and it's somewhere that maybe in November on a Saturday, not the 19th, I'm filming my bits and pieces show with some other stuff in there. But I'm very excited about it. You know, I'm very excited about the about the venue. I'm very excited about the process that's gone into restoring it. You know, I'm very excited about just the, 
some positivity in my home city of Bangor. You know, I love to see it. I love this that part of the world. I love around that corner, the Sea Cliff Road. You know, just down around by the bay. Oh, just down by the by the by the port. Is it a port? Is it a docks? I don't know. But it's fucking great down there, and I love it. So yeah, I'm I, I'm very excited about that, and I'm excited in general just about life and about being able to do things. I've no stress today or tomorrow. I'm just out doing things. Lovely. Lee has said, "How are you feeling, Lee? I'm feeling good. I am as that as the the owner of Ampex, Andy Malone would say, I am feeling good, brother. And I am. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling stress free. I'm feeling like I, I'm coming across like I'm on drugs." But each to their own. Um, Daniel McTernan has said, oh, McT has said, jelly and ice cream or sponge and custard. Mm. You know what? I probably fuck that up a bit. And, and, uh, if you have the. Uh, that's hard. I go sponge and, sponge and custard because I like the. I, I, but ice cream's my absolute favourite, but jelly would take away from it. I feel ice cream on its own is better than ice cream with jelly. So I just take the ice cream above all. But if you're take, talking about the two combos, I'm going sponge and custard. It's hard to beat sponge and custard too. It's like a, That's a staple of the of, of the 90s. And when you're growing up in the 90s and you're just getting school dinners, I'm told that's what would have been served at school dinners. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go, I'll go ice cream on its own, but out of the two, sponge and custard. Um, Naomi, shockingly, has got a filthy question. She said, desert island sex positions, you can only pick three. I mean, you know what? Like, if you ask some people, they'd be like, man, I'd be doing the old uh, the old elevated crossbow. And I'd be like, what's the elevated crossbow? Well, it's where you kind of hang yourself um, in a vertical position and you place her across your cock in a horizontal position to kind of form the position of, of, a, of a cross. Like, see all this? All these different stupid positions. Wise up. The ba- you just want to come in like anything. If you're going to do anything, you want to do the basics well. So you're going to come in with a flat up missionary. Deliver that well. Bob's your uncle, Vanny's your aunt. Across the world, you, you cross religions with that. Doesn't matter if you're a Sikh, if you're a Jew, if you're a Hindu, if you're a Muslim, if you're a Christian. All missionary, all day, baby. You know what I'm saying? So that's number one. It's a basic you got to have in there. Listen, you don't want to all be about you don't want to sit all day and talk about words and you don't want to talk about literature and you, you want to throw some fucking numeracy in there too number two is 69 get it in there you're working everything else so you're not just doing ins and outs you just you know wee bit of the foreplay bam 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 and then the finish mm, just straight up cowgirl there you go you do the basics well you do the basics well Bob's your uncle Fanny's your aunt see all this other stuff just smoke and mirrors you know, just all smoke and mirrors. You know, that's so. I'm saying you do the basics well. Like I think sex should be very much like Ingolo Kante. You do the basics, perfect. Everyone goes who goes home happy, and you end up a legend. So, be the Ingolo Kante in the bedroom. Be the Kante of the bedroom. That's all you need. And I mean, everyone likes a beach, don't they? So throw it in there but again see people if they're bringing out oh this is the Kama Sutra book you're, you need you need to do but you're not interesting you've no personality there you go Bob's your uncle Fanny's your aunt get her bucked um, John Joe said how wild was backstage coke strippers midgets 
spill the beans. I mean, there were a couple of short people, I'll give you that. I don't know if you can use that phrase nowadays anymore in, in 2022, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but backstage, I'll, t- I'll you know what? I'll tell you how weird. Like, so, Friday night at the waterfront backstage, you'd think it'd be, there's a lot of folk back there, a lot of stuff going on. you think it's going to be madder than it is. There was a box of celebrations, people were eating that. Some Nando's going about and some water. And then a chat. You know, see the waterfront gig, seeing Kieran the way he was after that gig, the fact that he did music with a friend of his who he's not seen in a few years and hasn't gigged together, his friend Johnny, a.k.a. Gianni, um, was really sweet. You know, it was just a really sweet moment. to just I love to see my mates just, you know, appreciate things and, and just and it was really sweet to see Kerry just you know really enjoying the moment that was nice and that was backstage and that meant a lot to me too you know just to to see that and you know to know we had done something pretty cool together was um nice too I mean I say pretty cool we we did a human centipede we did a human centipede and walked around the corridors of the Ulster or of the waterfront hall what you know head to foot and you're like well who who were you I was actually my face was in William Thompson's bum and my bum was in Kerry's face. So, I mean, I don't know how keen that was. And I think Shane was behind Kerry. And then Butler was there. And a few, like, of the of the promotional guys as well all got involved in that. Because, I mean, you got to live. So, that was a lot of fun. But, no, back there, it was very chilled out. And then I knew I was doing Ulster Hall the next night. So, I wasn't like, let's get fucking bladdered. And also, I don't drink. That's part of it. <laughs> i have a few drinks. I'd let Lucy all the time. Papa Bear lets us, you know, Papa Bear sets the honeypot down once in a blue blue moon, picks up a couple of modests, picks up a wee bottle of brandy, picks up a bottle of Buckfast. No, don't do that. I haven't done that in about 10 years, but I would love to be able to. But I, I rarely drink, so it's not really wild backstage. Backstage at Ulster Hall, I was cross because the there was no bastard walk-on music. That pissed me off. So I went on stage like the fucking people clapping all, but like, where's my fucking song? And then I got the mic, I was like, fuck. And then I did it, and I forgot a bit. I say forgot, I left it out, and I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So that's my first thought when I walk off. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Just me on my own backstage, raging. Because everyone else was out watching the show, and by the time it took them about five minutes to come back, and I was just like, oh, sweaty and all. Oh, fuck. But yeah, I just the bottles of water and chat. But Saturday was good. Everyone came backstage after the gig. We had a chat. It was me, me, Shane, Butler, Catherine, her friend, Suzanne, Psychic Glenn was back there. Lisa from Shine was there. Kieran and Chloe were there. Johnny Bo was there, and Willie was there. And Butler, good time. Just a lot of chilling. Um, I was just totally, totally fucked though because of my my finger infection. My body was just trying to heal at all times, and I was just absolutely done after like five gigs that week of just a lot of like stress and a lot of fucking not angst, but just you know you wanted to be good. You're under pressure. Has to be. And speaking of pressure, guys. Need to go and collect my daughter from primary school because that's where she goes now. So it's been a pleasure. Genuinely, thanks to everybody who went to the shows over the last week or so. It's meant the world to me. I'm really chuffed with how bits and pieces have been received and I'm looking forward to getting it on camera. I'm looking forward to getting it made and I'll put it over on Patreon. So if you haven't already, get over to patreon.com slash slagipodcast. If you love the Queen condolences that she's passed on if you hate her don't dwell on it you know enjoy the bank holiday 
guys, let's just let people live. Let's not tell people how to live their lives if it doesn't pertain to what we're doing. You know, if you like the Queen, like the Queen. If you don't, don't but don't be crossing over me. You shouldn't. You do know what's happening. Fuck up. You're boring. Go to life. Hack. Anyway, guys. As you I'm like Prince Charles. Oh, fucking. He's going to get sassy, isn't he? He's, I'm going to like him. He's going to be a sass meister. But, guys, thanks again. I'm wrapping this up. I'm going to collect the kids from primary school. And I'm just going to enjoy my day, guys. Enjoy your week. Thanks for listening. Send me birthday presents. Take care. Until next week. Bye. I'm the slack guy.